0: Do you dream of making your living writing fiction, but don't know where to start? Believe me, I understand. I worried and struggled over my writing for years, afraid it was cheesy and amateurish and not truly resonating with readers. Meanwhile, at every turn, I was told I couldn't make money this way. It takes too much time, too much hard work. It's not a real job. I bet you can relate, right? Well, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret the traditional publishing industry, and let's face it, most of society at large, doesn't want you to know. It's very possible to become a career author, to make your living writing stories full of emotion and passion and morality. With all the upheaval and negativity in our world right now, people need your stories more than ever before. Stories only you can tell, only you can bring them. I created this podcast to show you how, and I promise it will take less time than you think. So join the revolution of authors following their passion and changing lives both their own and those of their readers. We are Prolific Authors. Hi, Prolific Authors. How are you doing today? Um, Before we get started, I do have one quick favor to ask of everybody. As I've mentioned before, I am in a uh, crime and mystery box set that's called DEAD. That stands for... um, dark, edgy, and dangerous. (laughs) And there's 18 uh, authors in this box set and everyone's doing a novella for it and we are selling it for 99 cents. We're actually trying to hit the USA Today um, bestseller list. And we're a little bit behind in our goals. We are are especially looking for Apple sales. So the box set is actually on pre-order right now, and it's 99 cents for the pre-order. So you're gonna get 18 Crime and Mystery Stories for 99 cents. So if anybody would be willing and able to help us out, we would love to get some, pre-order sales specifically on apple and anywhere that you can uh you know whatever your platform is please feel free but especially on apple if that's possible we would love some sales so if you're interested in supporting our box set um i will put the link to that in the show notes so that you can click on over there and get it like i said it's a great deal 99 cents 18 books these are all really really talented authors okay So um, today what I want to go over is the Prolific Author Manifesto. This is something that I have been working on, kind of honing um, for the last few weeks, and I'm really, really excited to share it with you. So let's pull it up, and I'm basically just going to read to you this manifesto. Don't worry, it's not long. It's not a Ted Kaczynski thing. Uh, You don't have to worry about that, but let's see. These are things that, as an author and as a prolific author, I either believe to be true or want to be true. Um, <laughs> if that sounds a little funny, you'll understand as I go along. So, there's about 13 of these and they're just statements, okay? So listen up. First one is this, I want to live in a world where people use phrases like, we're poet and save your storyteller. Now, maybe that sounds a little bit arrogant on my part, but I really do believe that stories often save us, okay? They save us emotionally, they help us through things, they definitely give us experience, they help us with our emotions. And, you know, there's been many times in our history when storytellers, and um, even if it was just oral storytelling, they were um, very, very valued, you know, for their trade. And I think we've lost that a little bit today or at least lost sight of it. So that's number one. Number two. Our lives are crazy, and we should follow a simple, predictable formula for writing our novels. Now, I'm sure a few people are cringing at that because predictable and formula often don't go hand in hand with creativity, but I'm not talking about... Creating predictable stories and I'm not talking about creating formulaic stories. This is actually a little bit different I'm talking about coming up with a process that we can rely on over and over again to get our books written and that we can then rinse and repeat Okay, so it's really about um, the process we use to write our books not the creativity of our stories Uh, number three we live in a world where authors can make an abundant living off their royalties now Does that mean all authors do no of course not we we know that there's actually a very small percentage of authors who make their living off their royalties here's the thing guys i often hear other authors who are actually pretty successful um, when they're dispensing advice to new authors say things like well you know it may not be entirely realistic that you can live off your royalties or um you know most authors need a side hustle and i'm not saying that they're wrong and I know that that I'm not judging them or, or trying to be critical of them. I know that that comes from a place of, you know, being protective of authors and wanting them to have realistic expectations. And I think that you should have realistic expectations. But the problem that I have every time that I hear that is that it doesn't take all the variables into account. It is very true that there's only a very small percentage of authors who are you know making a good living off their royalties and you know even a smaller percentage that is making six figures right which is probably what most people dream about but the reason for that is that the vast majority of authors are not willing to do the work it takes to become six-figure authors so there are literally thousands of books every single month that are uploaded to amazon or whatever retailer and That those authors, you know, those books only sell a handful of copies and those authors never make a lot of money. But that's also because most of those books um, They have all kinds of problems. They're either not well edited. They have terrible covers. They have terrible blurbs More often than not the story is just not there. Okay, the writing is just not there. They're not well told. They have not honed their craft They are full of passive voice. I mean I could go on and on. Okay, so I believe, once again, that we live in a world where authors can make an abundant living off their royalties. The question is whether the author is willing to put in the work and go the extra mile to make that happen. It's a lot of work, you know, it it really is. I'm not gonna, like I said, I think you should have realistic expectations, so don't think that it's easy and you're gonna upload one book and boom, you're gonna be there, right? It's a lot more work than that. But if you're willing to go the extra mile and put in the work, you absolutely can live off your royalties. I believe any and every book we write can and should potentially be a bestseller. So what does that mean? It might sound a little woo-woo, right, because of course any book we write potentially is a bestseller, but that's not exactly what I mean. Um, I mean that we should be intentional and purposeful about putting things in our books, including things that will make it a bestseller, because all bestselling books have certain things in common, and plenty of books that go up on Amazon and don't sell very many are missing those elements. So I believe that we should perfect our story craft and perfect our writing and master our marketing in such a way that every book potentially can be a bestseller, not by chance, but because we purposely put things into them that will make them bestsellers. I believe that anyone, and I do mean absolutely anyone, can write 5,000 words or more per day easily with just a little training and practice. This is another one of those things, just like I couldn't jump up off my couch and run a marathon tomorrow because I haven't done the work, I haven't done the training, I have to you know, get my body into shape, I have to be willing to take the time to put in the training in order for that to happen. The same is true of training your brain to write. So I have to kind of laugh at authors about this in, in an affectionate way, of course, because authors tend to be very forward-thinking, positive, encouraging people. And so if I said to just about any author that I know, I really want to run a marathon. It's like a bucket list thing for me. I really, really want to do it. They would be super encouraging about that and be like, yeah, totally do that. And then if I turned around and said, oh, I can't do that. I would die. What would they say? They would probably kind of laugh at me and they would, you know, most of them are too polite to actually be super critical, but they would probably be thinking something like, well, if you want to do it, then go make it happen. You know, if you don't want to Put in the work, then obviously you don't want it that much, right? And and that's how most authors think, and that's not an incorrect way of thinking. But when we say, if I say to one of my clients or one of my friends, "You can write five thousand words a day," what do they say? Oh, I can't do that. No, 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 I I couldn't do that. (laughs) And I just kind of have to chuckle. (laughs) Um, Now understand that I'm not—I don't think that they're lying when they say they can't do that. What they're saying is that they can't do it now. They've never figured out for themselves how to make that happen. But just with just as like with anything else, with a little bit of training, step-by-step, step, purposeful, you know, incremental increases, you can get to a point where you can write 5,000 words a day easily. It's just a matter of forming the habit and making it happen. Anyone can make a living off their book royalties so long as they're willing to put in the work. So I kind of covered the work aspect when I talked about um, living off royalties to begin with, but again, once, just to reiterate, you have to do the work. Um, anyone who tells you there's no such thing as living off book royalties full-time that's actually not true and and here's the other point i want to make if anyone absolutely anyone in the world is doing it then it is possible it is doable you just have to figure out how to get there now of course that's easier said than done but like i said i just i have a little bit of a problem when authors who are fairly successful tell other authors that it's not realistic okay it is realistic it's not easy but it is realistic, and if you're willing to put in the work, and it is hard work, you can get there. Um, The next one, we can raise the bar on the quality of our novels, which means better writing, deeper emotion, better developed characters and arcs, and still write them quickly and efficiently. I really believe that, okay? Uh, I am putting together a course, and I am coaching clients, and my mantra is that you can write a book in 90 days or less. And I cannot tell you how much pushback I get from the authoring community around this. It kind of goes hand in hand with what I've already talked about with developing a daily writing habit and then um, honing that habit and training your brain so that you can write more words more quickly, okay? So that's a big part of it. If you're willing to train your brain, because if you're writing 5,000 words a day and you write novels between 70 and 90,000 words, just do the math on that. You can do it in 90 days. You can do it in significantly fewer than 90 days, but it's about being consistent and developing that habit and you know it it, I completely understand that there's a big difference between saying you're going to do it and actually doing it but the funny thing is is that I get a lot of pushback from this from fiction authors saying that it's not possible and that it's ridiculous and that um, it will make for a low quality novel well as I've started to interview people and talk to nonfiction authors and you'll actually hear a few of these interviews in coming episodes nonfiction authors regularly teach that you can write your book in 90 days or less. It's just like, yeah, of course. Like it's par for the course for them, for a lot of them anyway. And of course, fiction writing and nonfiction writing are two different things. I think there's a lot more that we have to do. There's a lot more work that goes into it um, for fiction writing, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. Guys, I regularly write my books in 90 days or less, okay? So if I can do it, Anybody can do it. You just have to have the processes in place to make it work and know how to slowly train yourself to get there. Of course, it's not gonna happen overnight. If you're not doing it right now, it's not like seven days from now, you'll be you'll be writing 5,000 words a day and get that book done in a month. No, I mean, it's, it's more work than that, but it can be done. All right, next statement. Consuming stories makes us more compassionate, empathetic, and just. Um, studies have been done, truly in which they looked at the brain and the empathy center of the brain on readers lights up way, way more than people who don't consume stories, okay? Stories actually do make us more empathetic. And that, it kind of makes sense because we are empathizing with the characters, we are feeling their emotions, we are rooting for them. It's basically practicing empathy to read fiction. That's what we're doing. We're practicing emotions of all kinds but especially empathy because we're always empathizing with the characters and rooting for them or rooting against them if it's a villain, right? So it just makes sense. But the point is it ups our humanity. (laughs) We are more compassionate. We are more empathetic with each other. We have a higher level of humanity if we consume stories. Next statement in the manifesto. I have stories in me that only I can tell. The world needs my stories, not a little bit, but desperately. Guys, this is more true now than it has ever been. All right. As I record this, we are in November of 2020. So it is a crazy time of year, and 2020 has thrown us more than enough curveballs, right? There's just a lot of darkness and a lot of negativity in the world. And stories are the opposite of that. Of course, they have darkness and inherent in them because there's always conflict and there's always the protagonist and the antagonist. But most stories, what we're Experiencing through them is seeing the good triumph over the evil in some way. The world needs that. And you have stories in there in you that only you can tell. Nobody else can tell the same story. And even if you told it to them first, they couldn't tell it the same way you do from the same place you come from with the same emotion that you have. The world needs your stories, period. Okay. Independent creativity is the ultimate expression of freedom. That's another thing that I really believe to my core. When I say independent creativity, what I mean is something that we are creating out of the air, out of nothing, okay? So we're just thinking something up in our head and creating it. So whether that is a story, a book, a poem, some sort of drawing, painting, you know, visual arts, music, writing a song, sculpture, anything like that is independent creativity, because we see it in our mind and then we just create it out of nothing. And the reason that that is the ultimate expression of freedom is because we don't need anyone's permission to do that, right? We are creating on our own. We are um, expressing ourselves independent of anything and everything else. And if we are independent enough to do that, then we are truly free and independent, right? So people who have a very dependent or sort of servitude mindset have a really hard time creating because they wait for others to tell them what to do. And so exercising this kind of creativity, I believe, makes us free. It's very liberating. All right, next one. I want to walk in fantastical worlds all day long while still in my pajamas and make money while I'm doing it. (laughs) That is something I want to be true. And I believe it's possible but yeah, that is that is one of the, the statements in my manifesto and I'm sticking to it. Teaching our kids to love and seek out stories will make them wise, kind, brave, strong, and free. And I've seen this personally, I'm sure most people who have kids, you know, teachers who teach kids, they do learn from stories. You know, you, you see the wheels and their little brains moving and um, it makes them kinder because as I talked about before, they empathize with the characters. It makes them wiser and more resourceful because they learn from the characters to solve their own problems. It makes them problem solvers. It makes them braver, it makes them stronger. And if they learn to express themselves creatively, whether by writing or some other way, it also makes them free. All right, so it's, it's very educational to their mindset. And finally, telling highly emotional stories might just save the human race. Again, I, I really believe that. I believe we need stories not just for the escapism, but for the hope of them, because they, um, they, again, they show us characters overcoming, and whether we think about that directly or indirectly, you know, consciously or unconsciously, it gives us hope and strength in our own lives to deal with our own problems, and belief that the negative things we have to deal with can be overcome. All right, so this is the Prolific Author Manifesto, and I am going to include it in the show notes as a free download, it will be a PDF. And I encourage you to put it on your computer or your phone or print it out and put it on the wall. If you want to be a prolific author, you need to start living by and believing uh, these statements because I believe they are all true and they will help you get toward your goal of being a career author, okay? And I would love to hear what you think about this. You can leave me a review or a comment on the, uh, the blog that the show notes are on. Um, which one of these resonated most with you? What do you believe? What do you not believe? Um, and what would you like to hear more about? Let me know. So that is what I have for you today. I hope you uh, appreciate this manifesto. And um, yeah, just have a great week writing. Go out there and write your passion. And I will see you next time. Bye. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.